With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Big night tonight. College football rankings will come out. College football hirings. Auburn is found there, man. As I mentioned, Dion was going to be offered the Colorado job. He uh, finally came out and confirmed that, that he had spoken to Colorado. And I don't know if he's going to take the job or not. It feels like if you're Dion. I'd hold tight because there'll be other jobs out there as you continue to uh, be a successful program there at Jackson State. But uh, Hugh Freeze leaving Liberty and going back to the SEC. Wow. Very interesting. You know, if you can coach, somebody's going to hire you. I don't care what your baggage is, but Hugh, Hugh Freeze, he's uh, did a good job at Liberty and uh, did a good job at Ole Miss before some things surfaced about him, but... Back in the SEC, going to Auburn, and uh, doesn't matter what happens. If you can coach, somebody's going to hire you. Even if you don't do well in the NFL, like Matt Rule. He, now he's with Nebraska. He's getting $40 million from Carolina, and uh, he's going to be the coach at Nebraska. Uh, Luke Fickle going to Wisconsin. It's that time of the year, the coaching carousel. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Say good morning to those watching on Peacock. That's our streaming partner. If you're chatting on chat row, and if you dial us up, Tyler is uh, standing by, manning the phones, 877-3DP-SHOW. We have a poll question, play of the day. Stat of the day, as always, brought to you by Panini America the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. We all have different ideas about success. We achieve it at different times in different ways. As we strive to reach our financial goals, can't afford to make mistakes or go it alone. Invest in your success. Invest with a Stiefel Financial Advisor, Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. The uh, big soccer match, loser goes home. 
USA and Iran. That'll be at uh, 2 Eastern. We'll have more on that game in the final hour of the program. Marcus Spears, the big swagoo, is going to join us coming up a little bit later on. Steelers hold off the Colts 24-17. Both teams now 4-7. and seven. Feels like the Colts had a better trajectory. They're 4-7, and seven, but you go, well, they're not that far off. Well, in their division, they're not going to make the playoffs, but there at least was hope there. With the Steelers, we are already looking ahead to next year. It was one of those games where I go, why am I watching this while I continue to watch it? It was on, and I thought, okay, <laughs> I'll watch it. And I wanted to see Pickens. I wanted to see Pickett. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, see if Matt Ryan could be the old Matt Ryan instead of an old Matt Ryan. And Jeff Saturday, of course, on the sidelines. Mike Tomlin uh, never has a losing season, except for maybe this year. Got some work to do there. But I'm watching. I'm going, I don't know if this is any good. But it was on. Therefore, it's the power of the NFL. Yes, Paulie? They're both like average teams, and they're not bad enough to have a top five draft pick. They're close, though. They're just out of that top five draft pick range. If they lose a couple more, it's actually better. Which team feels uh, more competitive or more like going in the right direction? Well, I don't know about my coach in Indianapolis. My quarterback is not going to be my quarterback next year. I don't even know if Sam Ellinger is going to be my quarterback. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is uh, has the potential to be great. My offensive line was supposed to be really good. Uh, Pittsburgh, Cleveland's going to get better with Deshaun Watson. Cincinnati's already good. Baltimore's already good. Mm, man. I, I guess I would say Pittsburgh because I'm going to give credit to Mike Tomlin with his track record. And Kenny Pickett and George Pickens, it, it feels like they have something there. Maybe Najee Harris. I, I thought that uh, they should move on from Chase Claypool. He was always one of those, boy, that guy looks like he's going to be a star. Just never quite like uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. You know, like that guy's going to be a, maybe he's not going to be a star. Maybe, maybe he's an Instagram star is what he's going to be. But I, I guess I would say Pittsburgh, but they're in a better division. Yeah, Paul. I can't tell whether Kenny Pickett of Pittsburgh is any good or not. He seems very competitive. He seems very, like, hyped up and, like, in two-minute offenses. He looks like he knows what he's doing. But his stats this year, three touchdowns, eight picks. That's bad even for a rookie. Just to put in perspective, remember Josh Rosen who flamed out with Arizona after one season? Yeah. He had 11 touchdowns and 14 picks. He's having a similar season to Josh Rosen's rookie year. But it feels doesn't feel that bad. I don't know. What do you guys think? There are times when I look at him and it feels like he's an NFL quarterback. Like he's he could be a franchise quarterback. Be he has that personality there, but I'm I just not seeing anything yet. But keep in mind, I think we're spoiled by some of these quarterbacks who come in in their first year and you're like, wow, that's the way every quarterback should be. But maybe you know, Pickett is just a rookie quarterback acting like a rookie quarterback because that's the way it used to be. Everything is catered towards the offense, passing, uh, all the rules, and he should be putting up a whole lot better numbers than just that. But I, I like what I see personality-wise, but that could be false bravado where you're like, I don't, I'm not sure what I'm doing out here, but I'm going to act like I know what I'm doing out here. Yeah, Marv. Yeah, Kenny Pickett may end up just being a good locker room guy. 
Like, all right, let's go, fellas. Let's go. Let's go. All right, you might not be a good quarterback. You might be a good locker room guy. Like, those guys stay in the NFL forever. Kenny Pickett is the first Steeler rookie quarterback to win a Monday night start since Terry Bradshaw in 1970. But it made me wonder how many Steeler rookie quarterbacks played on Monday night. Because that sounds like a pretty impressive stat. I don't have a list of how many rookie quarterbacks with the Pittsburgh Steelers played on Monday night. But he is the first to win a Monday night game uh, since Terry Bradshaw back in 1970. Whoa! Yes, Todd? Do you have to show at least a few flashes of greatness your rookie year? You don't have to have great numbers. Has he done enough or have a few moments where Pittsburgh can be excited about him being some type of long-term post-Roethlisberger answer under center? Well, I'd like to see something where you go, okay. I don't know if we've had that okay moment with him. And, and maybe it's just a moment. Maybe it's a drive. Maybe it's a you know two minutes to go and you lead your team down. But I haven't seen that yet. Yes, he. But George Pickens has taken all those moments. Ooh, man. What what should, would normally be a great quarterback moment is actually a great a great wide receiver moment. Yeah, he's making those catches. It feels like on a regular basis. Yep. Um, and and he's probably making Kenny Pickett look a lot better than what he really is. I mean, it's hard to go three touchdowns, eight interceptions, <laughs> and his QBR is like forty six. His rookie year stats passing remind you of Justin Fields' rookie year passing stats. Not much at all, but Fields had 500 yards rushing. Pickett doesn't have that. And Josh Allen didn't play well his first year. No, he had like 11 touchdowns, 10 picks. picks. Good rushing yards. Looking ahead to uh, Thursday night, Buffalo will be at New England. On Sunday, Tennessee at Philadelphia. Miami will be at San Francisco. Boy, that is spicy. And then Kansas City will be at Cincinnati. You have some really big matchups coming up here. And... uh, you wonder about Tennessee going into Philadelphia. That's a weird game. It just feels weird. It just feels like that's one of those games Tennessee wins, where you're like, how are they doing this? Uh, Buffalo at New England. In the last meeting, Buffalo played a perfect game. Seven possessions, seven touchdowns. It was minus five wind chill on that night in Buffalo. That was a Saturday night in Buffalo. Sounds like a country song, Saturday Night in Buffalo. Mm. It sounds like uh, Dwight Yoakam. I yeah. think you had that one, right? Saturday Night in Buffalo. Yeah. A little steel guitar. Ladies and gentlemen. Saturday. All that's keeping them company is this bottle of Jack Daniels and yeah. memories of mm. you. Yeah. Wing, wing sauce and bartenders. Yeah. And Josh Allen. That's a good <laughs> Saturday Night in Buffalo. Let's yeah. do that. Yeah. Yes, Mark. I got the Patriots winning Thursday night. Just for one reason and one reason only. They're going back to their throwback uniforms. Ooh. The hiking patriot oh. with the red unis. Yeah, I'm going with it. Okay. Pie to the site. Like, no, I'm oh, relaxed. Okay. Like, oh, no. I said I kind of like them. Sounded. Oh, no. Kind of like them. Yeah, you committed. Clam chowder <laughs> to the lap. Yeah, clam chowder. Yeah, to the lap. chowder. Yeah, <laughs> clam chowder. Hot clam chowder to the face, yeah. Marv. That's how they do it in New England. Yeah, just dump it right in your lap. Yeah. Uh, which poll question we're going to go with today, Seton O'Connor? <laughs> Clam chowder in your crotch. How's that? Yeah. Chowder to the crotch? Yeah. Hmm? That's how they did it in the old days. Yeah. Is that a crock of uh, clam chowder? A crotch okay. of clam chowder there? You can't jump up if it's scalding. You've got to stay there. 
Yeah. <laughs> the potatoes, the potatoes are killing yeah. me. You go home. What's what's wrong with you? I lost a bet. You just get a bunch of those oyster crackers to like mop it up. <laughs> Pour the oyster crackers right in my groin. Yeah, please. Uh, which poll question? Uh, well, I put up there already. Uh, which NFL franchise is in better shape right now? Indianapolis mm-hmm. or Pittsburgh? Mm-hmm. Uh, we could go with who you got today. USA or on. Might well, as well throw that out why there. Why don't we say that to the last uh, hour? Are you sure? Yeah, you want to wait. You know, you want to build up to that. Because we don't want to take over the show. With no. It. I mean, we open that can of worms right now. No, no, you don't want that. In our Iranian affiliate. Oh, oh, my gosh. They've been with us forever. Yes, they have. We're not saying who you're rooting for. It's who you got. Who you got. Yeah, who you got. Okay. <laughs> and it's winter go home. Winter go home, Winter Dan. go home. Who you got. Yeah. What else do we have? Uh... We have, uh, oh, Todd's got a couple. I do have a couple. You want to go with a, uh, what's today, Tuesday? Tuesday Fritzy? Tuesday Todd. Yeah, Tuesday Todd. He's got a few. Okay, Todd. Would you take credit for a goal you didn't score? Absolutely. Nah, that's weak sauce. (laughs) Okay. Ronaldo action. Uh, Ronaldo did this for Portugal. Yes, I would. Portugal. Yes, I would. Yeah. Yeah, Paulie. So one of his teammates played a ball into the box, and Ronaldo goes up. He can get up really high. Oh. And it, it looked like he may have grazed it, but it just went into the goal because the goalie was playing the header. Ronaldo ran up with his arm in the air to take credit for the goal. Right. Would you take credit? Would yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. Less a, you know, the thing is with him, he's like a dude chasing records right now, right? So mm-hmm. every goal matters. And I feel it, like he's like trying to grab every single one he possibly can. And Messi just scored. You know, for Argentina, saving their World Cup. And, you know, so Ronaldo needed his goal there as yeah. well. Yeah, Paul. In the old days, you didn't have replay. And now they have the chip in the ball. So, like, they went back and did uh, a look at it. And they said Ronaldo's head never touched the soccer ball. Mm. And so uh, I bet in the old days, you could just got credit by the better you sold it. But at least he didn't slide on his knees. And, and you know, how you normally celebrate when yeah. you score. I think he knew, hey, you know what, I'll just... Act like I sort of scored and I'll hug my teammate, but not where you prance around and put your shirt over your head and all those things. Yeah, yeah, Paul. It looked like he hit it with his hair, though. Would would hair be part of the body? Well, it is, but I don't think it had anything to do with the goal. Yeah, to me, that looked like a, a very oily kind of development. No, it's there. called product. Product, okay. Yeah. Dippity do whatever the kids Oily are wearing. Development. Yeah. Whatever they're putting their hair. I but think they, it's it's palm. I told you he looks. And it late. may have changed the trajectory of the ball. No, it did so not. It, it did not. It did not change it. But because he's there in the box, you know, maybe the goalie had to uh, account for him. Therefore, that's how the ball got. Some type gone. of distraction yes. happened there. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Eight seven seven three DP show. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. <laughs> Twitter handle at dp. Nobody show. covers soccer. No, players. nobody. And there's a reason. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, Marv. What if Steph Curry and Russell Westbrook decided to play soccer? How good would U.S. soccer be? Oh God! Call in. Probably be unstoppable. I don't know why they think. I don't know why they think Steph Curry was going to be this transformative soccer player. I hate that. Every four years. Every four years. What if? uh, Imagine if we sent LeBron James over there as our keeper. Do they do that like in sports? Wayne Rooney's so good. Do they do that on sports radio in like London? Like if Wayne Rooney played in the NFL, he'd be a great running back. Do they do that? I don't think so. I think they do. No. Yeah, Paul. Uh, yes, Tom. But wouldn't Curry keep trying to kick it from one end all the way to the other like it does with the three pointers? It doesn't really count for him unless he kicks it the entire length of the whole soccer field. It's too easy to kick it close to the net. Anyone could do that. Draymond Green would have three red cards a game and he can't even get three red cards a game. We'll take a break. We'll gather the troops. Crush that segment.
we'll get to phone calls coming up. Big Swagoo, Marcus Spears, a little bit later on. And we'll uh, check in with the World Cup Team USA against Iran. It's winter go home. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I I think I would. I I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, Turns out, nope, I was wrong. Hmm. Because then I tried right brand bacon, and honestly, I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, Paulie. But it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick-cut, flip-your-whole-world-upside-down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice, and you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right-brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right-brand bacon. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. He's Marcus Spears, ESPN NFL analyst. You can see him Monday through Friday 
at 4 Eastern on NFL Live with Dan Orlovsky, Mina Kimes, Ryan Clark, and of course, Laura Rutledge. How are you, buddy? Hey, man. DP, question. Yeah. yeah. When are you going to send me one of those little trinkets, bro? I didn't ask you like three times. What do you want? I don't know. Send me send me the one you like the most. Well, no, I wouldn't send you the one I like the most. I'd send you the one I like the least. If you send me the one you like the most, I, w- I would know how much I mean to you, though. Well, what are you going to send me? I don't know. We'll do an exchange. It's Christmas. It's the giving season. So if you send me something, I'll send you something back. All right. Uh, I got a I'm going to send you a picture of myself so you, you can put back there by the fireplace. How about a picture of you hitting Orlovsky on NFL Live? I'll send you a real live video of that. You I like that. Running like, during breaks. I love that. I'm glad you pound his face here. Um, <laughs> which, which team is headed in the right direction, Colts or the Steelers, based off last night? Steelers, I believe. Um, I think Kenny Pickett took a step forward last night, DP, especially making that critical drive uh, to get in the end zone, making some really good throws. And you can see the rest of the team starting to find that believability. Um, we, You know, he turned the football over early, which rookies do. That's what they do. Um, but I think last night was like one of those, you know how we have these young quarterbacks, man, and they have those moments you kind of reflect back to. If they start playing well, I think this game, you'll point to that. Um, you know, the 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 out route to Frymouth was a huge throw. The confidence that he had in George Pickens, um, you see that kind of relationship starting to evolve. Two young players getting on the same page. I, I just think uh I think right now, even the one um Deontay dropped in the end zone was a really good throw. Um, I think right now you're starting to see kind of transition into him being the guy and guys believing that they can win with him at quarterback, which in turn does a lot for his mental and, and how he goes about his job going forward. Help me understand the situation with Zach Wilson that Robert Sala said when he's ready to roll. Yeah. But he wasn't injured on Sunday, was he? He was injured. He wasn't one. injured, DP, but he's not ready. He's not ready, man. I said it last week. When we were on get up, um, he's not ready. He needs to mature more. Um, and and two, you know this as well as anybody. You've been covering sports before I was born. The New York market is fragile, bro. And when you make a mistake like he did in that press conference by saying he took no responsibility or didn't feel responsible, that mentally for a coaching staff and the other guys in that locker room said, hey, man, you might need to sit down a while, while because you don't understand right now the magnitude of the job that you have. And that's fair. Like a second-year quarterback dealt with injuries his rookie year, dealt with injuries coming into this season, not understanding like the responsibility and full totality of a quarterback beyond just playing the actual position because he wasn't playing well either. Like we can't make an excuse. He wasn't playing well. And then we see Mike White have the success, albeit against Chicago, but still. You see him have success. You see a better operation from this offense. And I think now you just need growth and maturity. And maybe you do that from the sideline, watching other guys and veterans play. I don't want people to get it misconstrued, DP. Mike White is not the savior, okay? He's not going to walk right in on a horse and the New York Jets are going to do what Nick Foles did with the Philadelphia Eagles after Carson Wentz went out. But I do believe there is a maturity trait to him and understanding that this is what I need to do in order for this team to have success. 
as opposed to um, Zach really knowing that right now. So I think Robert Salah needs to stick with Mike White until he does it. And when he said the, the, the meaning of he's not ready, he's not ready maturity-wise to handle what he's being asked to do, let alone playing bad football. More likely to be a bust, Zach Wilson or Trey Lance? Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. And DP, I remember coming out of the draft, okay? My first question was, why is Justin Fields not being considered for the second pick in this draft? That's number one. Trey Lance has a little built-in insulation because Kyle Shanahan is so phenomenal at play calling that he can hide a lot of those flaws. Uh, I know a lot of people have a lot of respect for Mike LaFleur. That's the offensive coordinator with the New York Jets. Um, and what he's able to do. I mean, they put up 300-plus yards with Mike White last week. So it's not offensively. You got weapons there from an offensive standpoint. I think Zach Wilson coming out of BYU, and I said this. I said this, DP, during the draft. If you're going to be the second overall pick coming out of Brigham Young, you need to light the world on fire. And I just didn't feel like he did that um, coming out of there. To be compared to a quarterback – like Trevor Lawrence coming out of Clemson or compared to a quarterback like Justin Fields coming out of Ohio State. And I know Justin Fields probably got a little bit of a bad taste because of previous Ohio State quarterbacks. I know that factored into uh, that decision. Trey Lance didn't have a lot of reps played at a small school, but Trey Lance was a, a, a freak athlete, superior at running the ball with the ball in his hands. And I just thought Zach Wilson was kind of a guy Um Zach Wilson, to me, does nothing better than Daniel Jones when it comes to arm strength, when it comes to athletic ability, when it comes to potentially being in the right system and how you can be a really good quarterback. And the other thing, DP, he's frail. He's a small guy. Yeah. Um, so it's not – I don't think outside – I mean, he has a really good arm. We can't take that away from him. But outside of that, there's nothing really dynamic about Zach Wilson, based on what we've seen up until this point on the professional level. Do you think the Packers front office wants to play Jordan Love? Yeah. It's just a delicate situation of how can we do this and and have Aaron save face? Absolutely. And what we've learned over the last two years with everything that's transpired is that Aaron Rodgers is going to make this decision. Look, man, DP, I'm telling you, This is one of those slippery slopes of how much power do you give to the player? And the the Green Bay Packers, and and look, for us watching rightfully so, right, two-time MVP is Aaron Rodgers, one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play. You want to make him happy and make sure he's good and where he is. But you don't do it to the – you don't do a disservice to your franchise in the future either Um, based on – you know, this this was – we were already close to the end before he signed the three-year contract. We were close to the end of his career or the end of him being in Green Bay. He told you many times, I don't know if I even want to be there. And then he came back and recommitted. And obviously this season isn't going the way that they hoped it would go. But ultimately, at some point, are you going to sit a quarterback for five years? Like, is Joy Love going to sit for five years? There's no better time than right now for the Green Bay Packers to use whatever the injury is or whatever the pain Aaron Rodgers is in to say, hey, man, give us a couple weeks to let the young fella play, let you fully heal up and see what we can do, right? You're playing two opponents that you should be able to beat, 
even with Jordan Love in the in the lineup, where you still potentially could have that mathematically uh, possibility of getting in the playoffs. Let me give you a newsflash, DP. They ain't getting in the damn playoffs, okay? <laughs> Nothing about this team that told us they're going to run off four to five next games. If they do, great. It'll be a great story for the NFL. It ain't going to happen, in my opinion. But this would be a great situation. But Aaron Rodgers controls that, and they told us that two years ago. Talking to Marcus Spears, ESPN NFL analyst, former NFL player, the uh, quarterback most likely to be with his current team next year, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers because of the $50 million. I think Tom is going to call it quits, bro. Um, DP, should we remind everybody that Tom Brady got $375 million waiting on him at Fox? Or we all forgot about that? So Yeah, yeah but he had that, and he decided – I mean, he decided that he was going to choose football. And he is learning that his damn ego got in the way. That's what he learned. Because what happened in Tampa, based on what he needs, can happen next year. They can suffer injuries next year. New contracts, guys moving places can happen next year. Tom Brady who we consider the greatest of all time, and I think that's fair because of what he's accomplished and what he's been able to do. But right now at 45 DP, as much as we talk about his greatness, threw for 5,000 yards last year, he still got some gas left in the tank. His success is predicated on what's around him. Let's not get it twisted, okay? There's no coincidence that a couple years ago, LeBron James won a championship because AD was healthy and a young player in ascendant. When you get to a certain age, when you get to a certain point in your career, and I'm not saying quarterbacks are not dependent on what's around them. Obviously, we know that. But when you're 45, it's a little bit more critical that your offensive line is intact. It's a little bit more critical that you have a good run game. It's a little bit critical that you have an offensive-minded coach that can put you in position to be successful. Right now, it's a bunch of disarray in Tampa. So even if he decides to come back, is Tampa the right place? We don't know that. We don't know if Leftwich is going to leave. We don't know if Todd Bowles is going to still be the head coach. We don't know any of that. There is nothing in Tampa right now outside of if Tom says, I want to come back, that's etched in stone. So I think he's going to ride off in the sunset, bro. Mark, it's good to talk to you. Sorry about your uh, LSU Tigers. I know, man. You didn't have to bring How do you lose to Texas A&M? DP, don't do it, man. Don't do it. Don't take me down this. I've already been down this black hole. Don't do it to me again, man. Orlovsky said LSU's overrated. Immature. Immature. That's what it was. It was right there. It was right there for you. You guys could have been in there. But, you know, I trust Dan Orlovsky saying LSU's overrated. Dan Orlovsky went to UConn. And we can end it on that. All right. Fair enough. Much love, my brother. Thank you, man. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer. And you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. Or you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, turns out, nope, I was wrong. Because hmm. then I tried right brand bacon, and honestly... I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, Polly. But it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick-cut, flip-your-whole-world-upside-down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice. And you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. Get upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Stu Holden, the uh, Fox Sports lead analyst for the uh, FIFA World Cup, joining us from uh, Qatar. Stu, thanks for joining us. Uh, I know it's a match once they get on to the uh, the pitch, but this feels like there's a little bit more tension that's around it, the ambiance there. How would you describe it? Yeah, for sure. First of all, 5'10", 165, right? That's how I have to announce myself. Uh, yes. Coming in red hot here from uh, Qatar. Look, there's a lot off the field. There's a lot of history between these two nations. 
There's a lot going on off the field with Iran. I think we saw that have a real effect on their team for the first game of the tournament. They got thumped by England 6-2. to two. The players didn't sing the national anthem. They turned that around in the second game, I think got that out of their system and the pressure of you know representing their nation during this time right now. They win their second match, and now they're in a position to advance where they only need a tie today against the United States and the U.S. team coming in needing a win. So, you know, there, there's a lot at stake, I think, considering also, as you said, what's going on, let alone off the, on the field. But I do think that this is a case of this is all the talk. This is all bubbling over. It's creating an energy between the fans, the two nations. But once that ball is kicked, it's 11 v. 11. It's a soccer ball. And, you know, I, I still fancy the U.S. to use that energy in the right way. I Actually, one of my colleagues quickly, Alexi Lalas, he said when they played Iran back in the World Cup, he underestimated actually what the political tensions and how that really helped the Iranian team, and they didn't match that. So I would assume that this group has been briefed on that. Where are you right now? I am right outside uh, Al-Tumama Stadium, it's called. It's one of the eight venues here. This is where the U.S. will be playing against Iran in about, what we got, two and a half hours until kickoff here. I'll be inside on the call. And uh, it's it's crazy. There's like a, a buzz going on around the stadium and uh, almost just, I think me, like many fans and like the players, you just want to get this game started now. Do they tailgate over there? <laughs> no. Well, uh, you know, I'm sure you saw that there's designated fan zones where you're allowed to drink. Uh, outside of the stadiums, you are not allowed to drink. Inside the stadiums, there's no alcohol unless you're in VIP. Um, you know, take that for what it's worth. But uh, it's not quite the same culture, although one of the best things of a World Cup, though, really is all the, the, you know, these melting pots of all the different fans partying and bongo drums and all the rest of it. Uh, the pressure on the United States is what, if you could measure it? This uh, generation of players, I think, has been built up as one of our most exciting yet. But yet, no matter what happened the last four years, no matter the fact that we're the second youngest team in the tournament, this team will be judged on what happens tonight. Fair or not fair, U.S. teams are judged at a World Cup. Not if you win these domestic competitions. This is when the eyes of our nation comes and watches soccer. Like, we become soccer nations for small moments. That's during the World Cup. I mean, we had on Black Friday, U.S. England, our highest-watched men's game ever on national TV. Almost 19 million viewers we peaked at. This is when people watch, and this is where you, you bring people into our soccer tent. And we as Americans, we're pretty damn good at sports. We're great at the NFL, basketball, baseball. We're not the best in soccer, and I think there's an expectation that we start to catch up. If we can't beat Iran in a game that's a one-and-done to advance to the round of 16, I think it's going to once again send the message, the message that we're still a little ways off here. Did you play against uh, Messi or Ronaldo? I did, yeah. Uh, Messi, I, I tried to get a piece of his shirt at any time in the game. Unreal, man. Uh, you know, that for me is one that I'll tell my kids. I hope that they, their kids tell their grandkids. Like, that That to me is the best player to have ever played the game. I don't know what you think watching him, Dan. I mean, like, his just skill set and how he's so diminutive, but yet just so – the guy delivers. I would love to see him lift his first World Cup here in Qatar. But how do you explain his greatness if I look at him – and, and we have athletes in, in all different sports where you go, it defies logic. Because there's, <laughs> there's nothing that is impressive when you see Messi, but then you see what he does when he's on a soccer field. How, how did you explain it? Yeah, he, he just has that supernatural ability. Think about some of the best athletes that we have had in our history. And Michael Jordan is a guy, right, that 
he carries that presence when you stepped on a field with him or stepped on a court with Jordan. I, I Steve Nash is a good one of my buddies, and he talked about, you know, when I when I say who was better, LeBron or Michael Jordan, and he just said Jordan carried this aura when he was on the court that you you knew he was always capable of delivering the big time play. And we continually ask that of Messi, right? And Messi with his backs against the wall the other night. They, Argentina needed a win to stay in the tournament. Who scores the goal? It's Messi. He has one chance. It's one goal. It's, it's one shot. He he just has that that ability, no matter what the pressure, tight spaces, he can always deliver and continues to carry that pressure and make it seem like it's nothing. So he's he's the GOAT, man. Just, it's just so impressive. Uh, Ronaldo, did you play against him? I, I did not. Um, you know, Ronaldo is, I guess, such a big figure like Messi, but so different, right? I, I just think they're contrasting in the way. If you looked at the two of them in the room, and I think you said, hey, who's who's the better <laughs> athlete? Everybody would say it's Ronaldo, right? Like, Ronaldo is built like a figurine. He's like a sculpture. He has 2% body fat. He's handsome. He's, you know, he's powerful. He's strong, both feet. He's He can jump out of the building. Um, I have a lot of respect for Ronaldo. I'm still on the Messi team, and I know you know people are normally in one camp or another. I think just my, I, I like Messi and that he can fit into any team. I think Ronaldo uh, has to play in a specific type of team to be successful. I'll uh, leave you with this: the Saudis got Rolls Royces after beating Argentina. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. That is true, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, do other kinds of... The Saudis, the Saudis got Rolls Royces. I actually just heard that um, Christian Pulisic gave all of his teammates a Cartier watch uh, ahead of this tournament. As kind of, you know, sometimes the, the star player on the team does that, and he made a point of saying to the guys, like, this is a, this is a special thing. I'm giving my teammates this, and we're going to do this together. Greg Berhalter, the coach, gave them Tiffany bracelets. I, I you know, what's the equivalent for the U.S. guys, right? Like, if, if we beat... Iran, or we make a run to the quarterfinals. What are, we, what are we giving these guys? Like, let's let's name it now. Let's go, let's go out there and get a sponsor. Like, is it an all-American Ford pickup truck? Maybe, uh, maybe I could talk. <laughs> maybe a to, Tesla. Yeah, my well, I'm sponsored by Mercedes. Maybe we could, uh, you know, we could hook them up. <laughs> there we go. It's not yeah. like the Saudis where they're giving out a Rolls Royce to you. Pretty good. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. Stu, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it and uh, have fun. Dan, appreciate it, man. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
you know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even mean? thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.